This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's Best Erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. And our girl of the story, Anastasia Kavitko. Her Instagram is linked below. Check her out while listening to today's story. Today, we would visit our friends from our slash erotica author, Upstairs Innocent, tells us a story about his relationship with his wife's sister. Sit back and enjoy the story. This is our friend's erotic story. The next story is posted by user Upstairs Innocent. From r slash erotica, the title of this post is The Wrong Sister Part 2. Sit back and enjoy the story. The first thing I did after the wedding was visit the chemist, conscious of the fact that I could be pregnant. It was a fun conversation to have with my daughters, as I asked them to wait in the car while I got the morning after pill. Telling them it was a special mummy pill seemed to placate them. That and the chocolate they each got for behaving at the wedding. I'd not had a chance to see Will again, before we left the venue. I wasn't sure how I would feel seeing him anyway. On one hand it was one of the worst things I had ever done, sleeping with my sister's very new husband. But on the other, I had felt desired and lusted after for the first time in years. And the sex, no one nightstand had ever felt as good as that. I'd certainly never felt that kind of connection before. Seeing Will wasn't going to be an immediate problem, anyway, considering he would be on his honeymoon for a fortnight. Enough time for me to get my head around things, I hoped. Life quickly became mundane once more. The girls went back to school, and I went back to my job as a very busy nurse. Despite my days being full, I found myself daydreaming about that night and how Will's cock had felt as he had taken me or how his hands had gripped my breasts as I fucked him. These thoughts would arouse me to the point that, once I'd put my Gabby and Joe to bed, I had needed my toys to get any kind of satisfaction. And that wasn't close to what I'd shared with Will. I knew my loneliness was exacerbating my feelings for him, and I knew that I needed to snap out of it. I told myself that he probably just wanted to get his dick wet after being frustrated by Hannah. So it's not like he'd want more with me. But being a single mom, It wasn't like I could just go out and find someone. Even if the time with Will had made me realize, I was ready to share my life with another. But who? I felt a little too old for dating apps, and there was no one at work I felt even remotely attracted to, and there was no one there I would want in my kid's life. My insular life over the last few years had led into this pit, and now I wanted out I wasn't sure which way to go that would suit me and my family. Apart from a man I couldn't have, My mom told me when they'd be getting back from their holiday, and I considered messaging him and asking him round to talk because I felt that would be the best way of getting over him and clearing the air. It's a tragic realization for someone who is confident and self-made that I need to get over a man that I've only slept with once. It turns out I don't need to ask, because my sister invites us round to my parents the day after they've returned for a garden party. The get-together is in full swing when we finally arrive. I catch up with my mom. And then my older brother. But throughout these conversations I'm aware that I'm tense and listening out for the sound of Will's voice. When it reaches my ears it's the sound of him laughing outside. And I turn my head to watch him in the garden playing with my daughters. 
He'd always been good with children, which only made me admire him more. Gabby and Joe loved him, with Will seemingly forever patient and playful with them. There was something incredibly sexy about a man who was so good with my children. It was probably why, combined with our night in the woods, I was so attracted to him. With a drink in hand I take a deep breath and head outside, smiling at him as he looks up at me, preparing to distract my girls and finally speak with him. The smile he returns is warm and kind as I approach. Izzy, darling, I'm embraced into a sudden hug and almost spill my drink as Hannah wraps me into a hug. Careful Han, I hiss, trying to pull away and get to her new husband. But she has me caught hard, and I stop struggling as she leans me to a bench. Hannah is relentless in telling me about their honeymoon. Not in graphic detail thankfully, at least the kind of graphic detail I want to avoid. But I get to hear of all the wonderful places they visited in Italy, and all the exquisite food and drink they consumed. I honestly couldn't give a shit, and mostly nod throughout in silence. Come dusk, Hannah is a little more bearable, but any chance to speak with Will just hasn't come, and as the rest of the family decides to head inside, I quickly make an excuse that I want to smoke and stay sat on a bench, quietly hoping that Will might be reminded of his wedding night and join me. I don't have to wait too long for him to finally make his way out to me. Our eyes are locked as he takes a seat on the bench opposite, glancing away finally to look inside at where his wife is sitting. Will out of earshot. Hey, he says quietly, meeting my eyes again and leaning forward in his seat, hands clasped together as he leans on his upper legs. He looks tense. The cigarette is half done at this point, as I pull it from my lips and breathe smoke away from both of us. In the time between our moment of passion, and now I had gone through all the things I'd wanted to say to him, to talk to him about, how I felt, and now he was here. My tongue felt like lead and my mind was blank. Good trip, I ask and inwardly cringe at what I decide to open with. Will rolls his shoulders and looks up above us to the tree that dominates my parents' garden. Not really. I mean, it was alright. Italy's lovely. Hotel was stunning. But honestly Han spent most of the time on her phone if we weren't busy. Think she was messaging Justin. I can see why he might have brought Justin up. I might have to, in his shoes. It's a way of deflecting from what we did, an excuse for why it might have happened. We both know it. There's a small pause before I speak, working up the courage to speak about the awkwardness. When I find my voice, the words are quiet but firm. I don't think we get to take the high road on what is appropriate behavior will. His head turns back to me, and I see a sad, resigned look on his face. Yeah, I guess not. Are you okay about what happened? Isn't that a loaded question? It's my turn to look up to the leaves above us now as I take a long, Satisfying drag from my cigarette before dropping it to the ground and putting it out with the heel of my trainer. I'm not okay with the betrayal involved Will. That's the worst shit I've ever done to anyone. Never mind my own family. Yeah, Han's self-centered and a bit of a drama queen but she didn't deserve that from either of us. I can't look at him after I've said such brutal truths. I don't want to see if he's relieved or hurt because I don't want to deal with the ramifications of either of them. Will remain silent and I take the chance to continue before he can say anything else. This time when I speak it's slow and considered, and I can hear him turn to look at me. That being said, it's perhaps the hottest thing I've ever done. That dot 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 hmm dot 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 you know what you're doing Will. I'll say that much. When my eyes flick back from the tree and see him looking straight at me with an infectious smile on his face. Despite the fact I should be horrified, 
I feel my own lips slowly rising in a smile as I turn to look at him. Will, I admonish. There's nothing to smile about. For either of us. I know, he says. But he's still smiling as he looks abashedly at the ground. Just glad you thought the same as me. You were pretty fucking good yourself. It's a good compliment to hear after my years of imposed abstinence. Not that I think I did anything special. Merely got lost with Will and how good a sudden fuck like that could be. Even though there felt like there might have been more there. A kind of connection. Either that or it had been so long that I was willing to feel a connection with anyone. Even my drunken brother-in-law. I've thought about it quite a bit actually. He continues, still looking to the ground. Like knowing it's wrong but... Well, I meant it when I said you're hot Izzy. And what we did was hot. Once upon time such words would make me blush but not anymore. Not at 37. But I still smile because it's a kind thing to say and there's not much I can answer with. He stands up and sighs thoughtfully. Will has such a thoughtful face like he was considering something significant behind his kind eyes. When he looks back at me I feel like I could melt, and I almost hate myself for how much he has me on a string without even realizing it. I just have one regret, he says with a small quirk of his lips. Just wish I could have made you come. I bark out a sudden, sharp laugh and then cover my mouth with a hand, guiltily looking inside to see if anyone was looking. They were, but they soon looked away, perhaps thinking I'd been told a rude joke or something. It took a moment for me to get my composure back. Yes, well, I came, I say casually, and you were like, 95% involved in that. Not the same, Izzy. He sighs again, this time surprisingly wistfully, before heading back inside before I can say anything else. That night, when I'm clutching my chest after another will-inspired orgasm, I figure his last words were a little unfair, or at least they seemed that way to me. It felt like he was almost teasing us both, with the prospect of more. More seemed unlikely though as the weeks slipped by and why will remained on my mind, he wasn't quite as potent as before. At least, that was the case, until a chance meeting late on a Saturday night. I didn't go out often. Between childcare and shift work it wasn't really feasible, but occasionally the stars would align and opportunity would knock. In this case my shifts fell in such a way that I had the weekend off at the same time that the girls were with their dad. My younger colleagues on the ward would often go out at the weekend and this time I was invited to go with them. It was a chance to dress up, and I was quite pleased with the results. My light brown hair cascaded down in ringlets to my shoulders. A cute red, sleeveless blouse was unbuttoned enough to show off the cleavage I remain proud of. And to finish, a new denim skirt that finished at the knees above some far too expensive knee-high black boots with a tasteful amount of makeup applied. Even I could admit I looked good. The night started early with drinks round mine before the five of us headed into town. It had been a while since I'd drank so heavily, the wedding actually, so I wasn't a surprise to find myself far too drunk as midnight came around. Drunk enough to make mistakes and go along with silly ideas like attending a grim rock bar. It had been a favorite haunt of mine in my youth, but time hadn't been kind to the place. The black walls were covered with tatty posters and dubious dried substances, and the floor was sticky with countless spilled beers, and it was loud. So, so loud. When I saw him on the dance floor, I almost put it down to the drink. It wasn't the kind of place I'd expect to see him. Under more sober circumstances, I'd have possibly avoided him. 
Instead I marched through the throng of sweaty people on the dance floor with a bottle of something luminous in hand to stand in front of Will. What are you doing here? I shout, smiling at him as I rest a hand on his bicep. His eyes were slightly glazed, but God did he still look good, with a fashionable white shirt which was buttoned down to reveal a little of the hair on his chest. Will leaned down and shouted back, mouth close to my ear. What are you doing here? Not your kind of scene. Not anymore. But I can still party when I want. I laugh giddily, taking an uneven step back and keeping my hand on him still. The friends we're with are ignored, as we hold on to one another and have an awkward, loud, drunken conversation on the dance floor. We're not there for long, as after repeatedly being jostled by dancers, we decide to move away from the exuberance of youth and against a wall beside the entrance to the bathrooms. We ramble drunkenly about life, about my kids, our respective journeys to a dank club, and the aloofness of his wife with him. He tells me that Hannah continues to be distant with him. Spending more than a few nights out with friends during the week so they seldom spend any time with each other. It's while he's complaining about Hannah that I remember how he'd ended our last conversation with that bait for the potential for more. At least that's how I saw it now. It's the kind of thought you just drop when you're sober, but when you're pissed. Hey, I shout, interrupting him. Why did you say what you did last time? Will looks puzzled and shakes his head at me, brow furrowed. Say what? That you'd wished you'd made me come. It seems to take a moment for those words to sink into his drunken head because he just stares at me for a drawn-out moment before eventually giving a shrug with one of his broad shoulders. Because I wanted to do something for you. He bellows over the raucous noise of music and out-of-tune singing. Not like I want to be selfish and just use you. And you're hot. Why wouldn't I want to do that for you? There is an easy answer to that. Because I'm your sister-in-law. It's what should come from my lips. Another warning of what we did being wrong. But Will had spoken with an honesty that comes with too much drink. He truly thought those things. That I wasn't just some quick fuck. And it's the most selfless thing a man has said to me in such a long, long time. Despite the alcohol in my blood and clouding my thoughts, I know a moment of clarity in that I need him again. That I need him, selfishly, to make me feel wanted. I lean forward and speak, standing on my toes and speaking into his ear. You want to come home with me? It's pretty obvious, I think, what I'm suggesting. Will takes a step back and looks at me, a hand on my shoulder as he looks over my face as if to check whether I'm serious or not. To make sure he understands, all I do is hold my breath, biting my lower lip nervously as I wait to see whether my gamble, that he feels the same as me, will bear fruit. It feels like an eternity until he nods. I breathe again and nod back at him then look to where my friends are dancing. My heart is racing and I feel butterflies in the pit of my stomach as I consider what I've suggested and what he's agreed to. There's nothing sudden about this. Not like the wedding. This is a conscious choice to fuck one another. For him to cheat with his sister-in-law. I'll just tell my friends I'm leaving. I tell him, then exhales slowly. Just after I've gone to the bathroom, Will nods and tells me he'll do the same and disappears into the crowd. I don't watch him go and instead dive into the adjacent disabled bathroom, the door of which is ajar. Locking the door, I approach the mirror and stare back at the woman who's apparently trying to wreck my sister's marriage. The guilt that I feel is potent. It's not enough that I've fucked Will once. I want to do it again. If my family were to find out then it would tear us apart. My daughters would lose an aunt they loved because I just happened to fancy the pants off her husband. I couldn't do that to them, could I? 
My thoughts are interrupted by a rap at the door. I don't know how long I've been there, but perhaps it's too long for a quick week. Feeling a tiny bit of resolve, I unlock the door and open it to see Will stood there, looking concerned. You okay? He asks, hand finding mine and giving it a squeeze. And in that squeeze, that subtle show of affection, I felt that resolve go. With an insistent tug on his hand, I pulled him to me, dragging him back into the bathroom and kissing him before the door shut behind him. Because I know if I don't act here, and now then it won't happen. And despite everything, all the risks, I want it to happen. Will doesn't waste time in kissing me back. Our lips sloppily moving against one another as my hand fumbles to lock us in the bathroom. It makes a satisfying clunk, and then I turn my attention fully to my brother-in-law. My hand slides up his soft shirt, along his body and up to cup his face as we kiss. And he responds in kind by running long fingers into my brown locks. It keeps me close to him, and I grind myself against him with obvious need. He gets the picture, moving us from against the door to press me against a wall. Our sloppy kissing stops, and we both breathe rapidly as uncoordinated, slightly numb fingers unbutton each other's tops. Will finishes first, pulling my open red blouse off my shoulders and kissing me again before I can even finish his, only managing two of his buttons before he's kissing along my neck. It makes me breathless as he kisses down my chest and his teeth nip my breasts. Will, I rasp. Hands running against his exposed chest and then up and into his hair where I can guide him back to kissing me my lips. His hands rip the straps of my bra from my shoulders and down my arm as I groan into our kiss. Feeling fingers roughly pinch my hard nipples until I gasp out. Will takes the opportunity to lift me up from the floor in his strong arms, enabling easy access to my tits, making it easier for him to suck hard on my breast, nibbling my nipple until I'm groaning out loudly. I almost don't know what to do with myself. My hands touch him everywhere, while he sucks on my tits, wanting to experience this properly after the last time being debriefed for my tastes. So I feel his broad chest, his wide shoulders and thick arms, and I trace the large, rock-hard cock in his jeans with my fingers and feel him grunt against my bosom as I do. It's enough to distract him from my chest, holding me to him as he carries me to the sink I'd been standing at before and perching me on the edge. We both pull up my denim skirt past my pale, thick thighs and will rips down my panties as I hastily undo his belt and jeans. We both know what's about to happen, and we both want it to happen as quickly as possible. My hand grips his shirt against his stomach, and I move my hips, offering my sex to him once again. I look down and see his large manhood slide against my wet lips, before, exquisitely. It slides deep into me, he grips my behind, and pulls me deeper onto him and sets himself properly. My hand grips the edge of the sink, beside me just in time for him to start fucking me. Just like last time it's fast, and powerful, though this time it feels like his touch is everywhere. Grabbing my ass and pulling me onto his thrusts, cupping my face as he kisses me passionately, squeezing my tits and pinching my nipples, and all the while he remains close to me, my hard nipples grazing his chest with every thrust. Outside I'm aware of the powerful bass pumping through the club's speakers, setting the beat to our fucking. Whether it's on purpose, or not I don't know, but the rhythm is perfect for me. I grab and squeeze Will's ass, while my other arm hooks around his shoulder to support myself as my whimpers turn into moans only he can hear. Adding to the cacophony of noise that envelopes us, I nip at his earlobe with my teeth, and my nails drag against the small of his back. Will twists his head to kiss me hard, tongue pressing against mine before he pulls back, 
teeth bared at me. So, fucking hot, he growls, and I bare my teeth back at him, my tits bouncing heavily and drawing his attention away from my brown eyes. And I love these. He hisses and buries his head between them. Rasps of breath whistle from my mouth as I grip his head and watch him suck and bite at my breasts like a man possessed, all the while not ceasing his relentless fucking of my cunt. Fuck me, I demand of him. Fuck me hard. My hips roll with his thrusts as his pelvis slaps against my pale thighs and I feel myself build towards the release he wants to give me. I lean back, hand gripping to his shirt, while the other touches the bristles of his face. The moans I'm making are higher now. Shrill pleas for him to make me come for him. Will places his forehead to mine, panting heavily as his hands grip my hips and pull me onto his dick. Come, come for me. His words shouldn't have that power, but my body almost instantly obeys. My eyes squeeze shut and my moans shudder to a halt as my body tenses for what feels like eternity before that first. Blissful wave crashes over me. The moan I release is loud and ripped from my body adding to the thunderous noise of the music outside of the bathroom. Soon his own groans join my cries, and I cling to him as my climax continues, vaguely aware that inside of me he's pulsing his seat deep into my sex with the same lack of protection as last time. Both hands are on his face, as he thrusts rapidly to finish. When he finally stops, he looks at me with his soft green eyes and I pull him into a slow kiss. It's not a kiss someone shares, with a one-night stand. It is reciprocated though. The two of us holding one another as my pussy finally stops clenching around his manhood. We look at one another, panting, and I feel him gently touch my face as he pulls himself from my slick and full pussy. I lean against the sink as I start to arrange my clothes, to dress myself, and I take a moment to consider what has just happened again. But drunken, post-quiddle thoughts are heavy and difficult to process after such an intense orgasm. So instead I focus on doing up my buttons. Couldn't wait, I hear Will say, offering my red panties which I take from him with a slightly embarrassed smile. No, I've been thinking about that. You? A lot. He nods somewhat sadly, which confuses me because despite my thoughts being thick like treacle I do understand how satisfied and content I am with what's just happened. When he doesn't say anything else, I stand up and pull my skirt back down and then take his hand, giving it the same squeeze that had pulled his into the bathroom. Shall we go then? Back to mine. The sex in the grimy bathroom had been necessary for me to be selfish enough to take him home. And now it was done I was already picturing him ripping clothes off of me, of getting to suck his cock and have him go down on me, to have him fuck me until dawn. God he'd awaken something in me. But Will's hand slides from mine, and the smile he gives me is hollow. I probably shouldn't. Should. Get back to. Get home. I stand crestfallen. As he steps backwards towards the door feeling stupid and used. I'm too shocked and upset to even be angry with him. And what makes it worse is when he quickly comes back and kisses me again. It's brief and I don't understand why he's doing it. And I can't even ask why because Will turns and quickly leaves the bathroom without looking back once. Music blares and echoes from the blue tiles surrounding me and flashing lights fill my vision. It's quite startling and it's what I blame for the sudden sting of tears in my eyes as I watch him vanish from sight. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to listen to our episodes coming every few days. You can subscribe and go to our Patreon down in the description where you can listen to the episode uninterrupted by ads 
and a few new episodes for just $1. And for the first month only, I will do name mentions for my patrons on any tiers. It would help me do this every day. And for you to get alerted and not miss any of your friends' erotic stories.